Hey, welcome to Biohacking with Brittany, a podcast focused on holistic health, nutrition, biohacking, and more. I'm your host, Brittany Ford, registered holistic nutritionist and self-proclaimed biohacker. During the last 10 years, I've focused on healing my gut and hormonal issues through lifestyle changes, nutrition, and of course, biohacks. And now I teach others to do the same. I'm so excited you're joining me today. So let's dive right in. Great. Well, welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. Um, Today is a really fun episode because I have a friend on the podcast, somebody who I've actually met in person, which doesn't happen a lot anymore. Um, She is Marissa Grutz, and she is the founder, CEO, and principal designer of Still Classics, um, which is a female-run company that aims to design organizational products that inspire women women to feel, work, and find their best selves. Um, Every year so far, she's been sending me her planner, which is just stunning. And it's literally on my desk right now. I use it every single day. So this is really cool to have you on. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Great. So I, of course, want to just dive into your background and your history as an entrepreneur. Um, Can you kind of take us back to the beginning and how you got started with your business right now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, it's been actually a very, very long kind of journey. The first time I ever made a planner was in 2014. Um, So that was close to 10 years ago now um, was when I initially kind of started out as um, just like as a hobby project, really. Um, And then from there, you know, it kind of turned into me gifting planners to friends as Christmas gifts. And then um, we obviously ended up launching our Shopify store and that was in 2015. And then in 2016, I kind of became full time with the business. But the real reason behind the reason, you know, why I kind of started making planners is because I've always kind of been somebody that um, really enjoys organization in general. I've always been very organized. It's something that's always been a part of my life. I think Part of that has come from my upbringing. I grew up in Switzerland. I lived there until I was 15. So a lot of my upbringing was just around being on time and being organized. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to Switzerland, but we are very big on all of those things. Um, So that's something that's been very deeply ingrained in my DNA. So when it came to me kind of um, exiting university and getting into the workforce, I was also going to school part-time. So I had my nine to five job and I was going to school three nights a week from seven to 10. So I just had like a lot of things going on at the time. I also had like this little side gig um, going as well, which was super random, but I just had a lot going on and I needed a good planner to kind of keep me organized. And what I ended up finding is that there wasn't really anything out on the market at that time that was geared towards women who, you know, were in their mid 20s, who were looking for something professional, something that represented them. And that also had all those things that we want, you know, like goal setting, rituals, routines, all of those things, you know, with a focus on gratitude. And a lot of the things that I was finding um, were geared towards moms and things like grocery lists, and, you know, meal planning, and all those things that 
as a 25 year old, you're not really doing and you're not really needing. Um, so I've kind of just realized that there was a gap in the market to serve kind of young professional women with a planner. And what I ended up noticing is that so many women were using a planner and relying on one, but didn't necessarily have something that felt kind of perfect for them. So that's what I decided to create. Cool. I love that. I love that you like saw the gap in the market and filled it, but also had like so much passion and like a personal tie to this. Like, like you were talking about coming from Switzerland, which is very cool. Um, and I find that's like the, the businesses that do the best are the ones that are just very, very personal and actually mean a lot to the founder, um, or the CEO. Oh yeah. This is like, I, (laughs) this is my whole life. It's funny. Like I've I actually realized like two or three years into me running still that I used to make my own planners as a teenager and I completely forgotten about that. So I have about 12 years of planners that I customized myself when I was like, you know, 10 years old. Um, It's so funny to look back at those things and like read because I kind of treated it as a planner slash diary. So I was like making comments of like, you know, the boys I was going on dates with and like who was holding my hand and like all of those things. It's so funny to go back and like look at all of that. And I realized a couple years in, I was like, wow, this is like, this has always been a part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. That is really cool. So currently right now, what do you find is the hardest part about running your business? So, I mean, there are lots of different things that can be difficult and, you know, every stage that you get to kind of comes with its new set of challenges. I think that entrepreneurship has been very glamorized by social media into being this kind of super fun, like you get to make your own schedule, you get to work whenever you want. Um, But the reality is that it is an all-consuming lifestyle that never stops and never ends and tends to make you feel guilty and make you feel like you're not working enough or not doing enough and you don't know enough or you, you know, (laughs) you're not prepared enough and like all of those things. So there's been, you know, over the past eight years, there's a lot of just like me overcoming those hurdles of having to learn new things very quickly. And at every stage, it's a new challenge, whether that's hiring staff, whether that's firing staff, uh, you know, whether it's about understanding how to plan financially for the business and knowing how to purchase the right amount of inventory, knowing what to do when inventory isn't selling. Um, all of those things are honestly like not really something you can learn like through a book, but you just learn through basically failing multiple times and then realizing what mistakes you shouldn't be making and fixing them for next time. But so there's not really anything right like specifically right now that I'm struggling with. I think it's just like things continue to come up that I'm like, okay, I didn't know how to do that and we're going to figure it out. So, (laughs) but right now I think like one of the main things is we are growing very rapidly. We had um, close to 200% growth in 2020 and we're doing about 150% growth again this year. Um, So, you know, the kind of struggle between like, do I hire more people or, you know, do I get better at kind of delegating to the people that I currently have and sort of 
you know, figuring out like what's important. Do we need to be focusing more on SEO? Should we be focusing more on um, the general kind of, you know, production lines? So like, you know, how things get packaged, how things get warehoused, how things get inventory, like all of those things. So, you knowing that, you know, we have more kind of room to play with things, but also knowing like what's actually a priority versus just being like, oh, this could be a fun thing that I could throw money at. But, you know, it's so easy to just kind of (laughs) justify things that are more fun to spend money on versus things that actually need to be, you know, need to be put in place for the business to run smoother. Yeah. Yeah. I understand a lot of what you're saying Um, as somebody who runs my own business, but is transitioning to a product-based business. Yeah. I remember you saying that to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even, even moving from service-based to product-based is so different, like, because my business has been online even before the pandemic. And so basically I am the business, like I can just you know, get clients or do collaborations, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. then when you get a product, it's like a completely different ball game. Um, and everything, like you said, right? Like inventory management. Um, yeah. Even like shipping and all of these other things that I'm currently looking at is like a massive undertaking. And mm-hmm. when I first was like, oh, I'm going to develop this new product that's not out in the world yet. And it's going to be great. I was like, oh, it'll be out in like a few months. No worries. Like, it'll be so easy. Like totally underestimated the amount of like logistics and things that I need to sort out before I can actually take it public. And I don't know if it was like that for you, but man, product development takes time. Yes, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. And I mean, you get better at it as you go. For me, the product Mm -hmm. development side is actually something that I don't necessarily have to worry about anymore because I've just, Mm -hmm. I've just been dealing with it for so long that I, I know what red flags are going to come up. I know there's going to be delays. I know things are going to get messed up at some point. Like these are those things that I expect now. Mm -hmm. It's more sort of like the new challenge is the fact that we're growing so much and that I need to plan financially for that kind of growth so that we have enough cash flow to purchase the right amount of inventory in order to continue to grow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's just new, new things. You know what I mean? New things that come up that you have to deal with and it never ends. I'd like to interrupt this podcast to ask you, how can we go from being burnt out to calm and still highly productive? Oof, what a question. I've definitely asked myself this as an entrepreneur. For me personally, I've been feeling very burnt out lately and overstimulated and so much so that when I take time off and go camping or go off grid, I can't really relax because I'm still thinking about work and still concerned about all of the things that I have to do. Thankfully, though, I can use magnesium to counteract the negative impacts of burnout and stress on my body. I'm currently using Magnesium Breakthrough by BioOptimizers, which is one of my favorite brands, and they've already been on the podcast. And this product combines seven types of magnesium for optimal absorption. This is the most complete magnesium supplement blend available on the market right now. It truly supports taking me from going from burnt out to a state of calm. I recommend everyone take magnesium, all of my clients, because we're all dealing with stress in one way or another. 
You can use my discount code biohackingbrittany through the link in my show notes and on my website for 10% off from BioOptimizers. Give it a go and experience how calm and productive you can really feel. Yeah. New, bigger, and better problems. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's always, it's always like that. It's, you solve one thing and then you have something new to face. Um, But honestly, like that's kind of the fun part about entrepreneurship, I guess, is like the problem solving and you have to get very good at problem solving because it's basically what you're doing all day. It's just like, tweaking things and how can I make things better? And, oh, there's a fire. Okay. I need to put this fire out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know for myself, like even now, like coming out with a product, I still have similar mental hurdles that I had with like, that I do currently have with my service-based business. Um, and it's, a, it's like what you talked about in terms of how do you like, not feel guilty when you take time off? And like, how do you create work-life balance? Like I personally feel like I don't have very good boundaries in life. Like, especially mm-hmm. when you work from home and your desk is right there. Like I, I think during the pandemic, I've worked like every single weekend. And when yeah. I don't, when I don't work on the weekends, I feel not like a failure, but I, I'm like, okay, I should be working. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. No. And I mean, like I've, I've, I did this all throughout my 20s you know like I've lost friendships relationships um Mm. all kinds of things over the fact that I run a business and people just don't fully understand like what it takes to do um (laughs) to run a successful business um so I feel like that part is really difficult but for me I think the sort of tipping point was in 2017 when I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis Mm. um that was a very scary thing for me to realize that, you know, I was losing my, potentially my mobility and, um, my body. And I think that that really messed with me mentally. And it kind of, I mean, (laughs) that is one of the most difficult things I've ever gone through and kind of realizing that maybe I am unable to run my business in the same capacity that I do today at some point. And, So I've really kind of like put a lot more focus on really kind of like practicing what I preach with still of, you know, making sure that my day is organized and um, figured out enough so that there is room for me to take time to just, you know, enjoy my life and to take care of myself and to go to the gym and to cook Mm -hmm. healthy meals. And I make time for those things because my day is organized, you know, and I think that that really makes a huge difference of understanding how much capacity you have in a given day and also knowing, you know, when are you your most productive? Is it first thing in the morning? Is it at eight o'clock at night? And scheduling your tasks around that and then taking time to just enjoy your life, you know, otherwise. Like I think that, you know, I used to just work all the time, but I wasn't necessarily being productive. Like I would just be sitting there staring at my computer doing something and I'm just like, I'm, it's taking me two hours to do this and it should take me 15 minutes, you know, because I'm just like either tired, I'm drained, my head's not working and I need to just stop. And like, I've really gotten very good at knowing what those boundaries are because I understand that if I put my body under too much strain, I can actually physically injure myself and make my condition worse. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's really hard. And it's, it's hard 
as an entrepreneur, when you get kind of that health wake up call, um, because yeah. yeah, you worry about the future. Like, how am I supposed to move forward? How am I supposed to keep this momentum going that I've built? I don't want it to fail or I don't want it to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that you think about every day and, and like are focused on every day or is it better now because the diagnosis was a few years ago? I mean, it's something that I just, it's a part of my life and it's mm. something that I think I've gotten used to understanding a lot better um, versus, you know, what it was like when I first was diagnosed. I didn't really know how it was going to affect me. Um, I have my systems in place that work for me now. Um, it's something I do think about a lot, but I try really not to let it run my life and I enjoy my life. I do everything I want to do. I don't really let it stop me from anything. Um, that's not to say that it does sometimes stop me (laughs) from doing certain things that, um, you know, are just too much for my, my body to handle, but I really try very hard not to use it as an excuse. Yeah. Good. That's, that's really good. Um, yeah. And that's hard. It's, it's, it's just difficult to navigate that and not let it kind of take over your thoughts every single day. Yeah. Um, of course, with like any diagnosis, it gets better over time, like the acceptance of it. Um, even myself, when I've had things come up, like it, right when you find out, you're like in the thick of it and it's so emotional, mm-hmm. um, but it does get easier over time. Definitely. So, yeah. In terms of like mental health struggles, is there anything I, like else that you would recommend to people who are listening who may be entrepreneurs who have kind of like been in that zone where it's taking two hours to do a task when it should take 15 minutes, like is your best recommendation to just stop and like give yourself a proper break? Yeah, definitely. I think we all know that, you know, intrinsically mm-hmm. when we should stop, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we are going to. Um, I think that one thing that has really helped me kind of understand this whole industry a lot better for myself anyway, is to look at, for example, to look at stress as an upside versus a downside. Because, um, you know, when I first got my diagnosis and talking to my neurologist and all those things, it was like, minimize your stress. Like, you know, do you have a stressful job? And I'm like, yes, I have a very stressful job. (laughs) It's insanely stressful. And my mom, you know, telling me that, you know, I should probably cut back or maybe, you know, my grandmother thought I shouldn't even be running my company anymore and like all those things. And it was just that, I mean, that in itself is very stressful to have people kind of chime into your life and feel like they can make a decision on what you should and shouldn't do. But for me, what has really helped is kind of like shifting my mindset around um, understanding that stress, like having stress means that, you know, there's something at stake for you that is important to you. And I think that that's a positive because that means that you care a lot about something, you care about the outcome of something. And it means that something, there's something exciting that's happening in your life. And I feel like people who, and I, I, I read, I read a book one time about this. Um, people who don't have a lot of stress in their life feel like they don't have a lot of meaning in their life or they just mm-hmm. don't really know what the purpose is of their life. And knowing that you know what your purpose is, knowing that you know that you have something that you're passionate about is an incredible thing. It is an incredible gift that a lot of people don't have. So understanding that you know st- stress can actually be your fuel is incredible versus it being like, I'm so stressed, you know, it's making me mm-hmm. sick. Um, versus like, I'm so stressed. It's like, you know, it's giving me momentum. It means that something is at stake, but 
that also allows you to kind of like put those boundaries in place and, you know, to say that, (laughs) yes, something is at stake, but I need to take a minute to just take a break and come back to it. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think reframing stress and kind of how you look at everything can make a world of a difference. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's about gratitude, which is like obviously in your planners is like, yeah, you might be stressed when you're running your business, but like you're running a business that's obviously somewhat successful and you should be grateful for everything that you've accomplished up until this point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like with a grain of salt, I think. And yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's possible to run a business without stress, personally. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't really know like what you're doing if, if you're not stressed out. That means you're just chilling. Yeah. 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 I mean, of course it comes in waves, right? Like there's periods where things are kind of like more chill and it, you know, depends on the business. Businesses have seasons too. Like I, like, especially in the health world, um, the summers are like much slower compared to the winter. Mm -hmm. Um, and it must be similar with you too, like creating planners. There's like a very specific time of year when everyone is like, okay, I need a planner for the following year. Yep. It's, it's about to happen right now. We're coming up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. Um, so what advice do you have for entrepreneurs other than that, um, who are struggling with boundaries or with work-life balance? Well, I mean, this is going to sound funny, but having a good planner, I think (laughs) has really helped me. And that, that is truly what I believe is just like organizing your time well. And, you know, things like time blocking are really, really great because, you know, say, you, if you're struggling with kind of organizing yourself and knowing exactly what to do every day when you get to your desk, I think doing something like time blocking is really great because you, for example, you can say that you you want to dedicate every Monday to writing a blog post. You want to dedicate every Tuesday to scheduling your social media for next week. You want to dedicate every Wednesday to um, doing product research or, you know, working on a new design or whatever it is. And I think that that can really help kind of give you some momentum into um, feeling like you have you have you have like a boss telling you like this day you're focusing on this. So I think that that that's something that can be really helpful. I'd love to quickly interrupt this podcast to ask you: Do you know your biological age? Do you know your current hormone, vitamin, and mineral levels? Honestly, it's hard to know what's going on internally without getting tested. And traditionally, you'd have to go through your doctor or your healthcare provider to order these tests, go into a lab, and it would be a whole ordeal. Um, and it would, even, it would take a while as well. For me personally, this has always been a hurdle for understanding what is actually going on and how to optimize my biomarkers and even know my biological age in the first place. Thankfully, though, we can order a at-home test from Inside Tracker that lets us do this. It tests for your biological age, your hormone, mineral, and vitamin levels. This is a very, very comprehensive test that lets you get a ton of data from a single kit without having to go to a doctor or go to a lab or really leave your house. If you're looking for the ultimate blood test, try Inside Tracker, which includes testing 43 different biomarkers and the option to test your inner age and your DNA. You can use my discount code BiohackingBrittany for 25% off all of their products, and you can go through there uh, through the link in my show notes or my website and get tested today. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you really have to have a high degree of uh, self-discipline and accountability, I think. Yeah, you do. Um, Because it's so easy to not work and put Netflix on for the day and just say like, screw it, which of course, like there, there is a time and place for that. I think, um, Mm -hmm. to turn off the brain so that when you turn it back on, it's like much, much clearer and you're able, you're able to work faster and better. Mm -hmm. Um, but you have to have daily self-discipline because if you don't get the work done, the work doesn't get done. Like everything is at a stand. No one else is doing it for you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like that advice and I've definitely done time blocking myself. Um, of course I use your planner for it and trying, yeah, just trying to stick to it. Um, and not letting anything else kind of seep into it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. not allowing emails to be available or Slack, like turning off Slack for that hour or whatever it is. Like I don't keep my phone at my desk, like just trying to like create boundaries so that I can actually do things that move the needle. Because otherwise you're just doing fancy busy work as they say. For sure. Yeah. And this is like one of the reasons why I've turned off all notifications on my phone. Um, I get no notifications at all. The only, I mean, I only get notifications when I check the app. Um, That's something that's been really helpful for me too, is just like having zero distractions. Like my phone doesn't light up like all day. You know what I mean? It just sits there. And until I'm ready to go check it, um, it doesn't give me anything. So I think that's something that's also really helped with my productivity. Nice. Yeah, I do the same. Um, when I see people who have like Instagram notifications turned oh on. Oh my God, it's so I'm overwhelming. Like, how? How do you do it? I don't understand. I know. <laughs> notifications are so unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it takes you out of the present moment like so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think there are common uh, misconceptions about being an entrepreneur or even being a female entrepreneur? Yeah, definitely. I think it goes into like what we talked about earlier of the sort of over glamorization of being an entrepreneur and how it's this like super fun, like, Oh, you can go and get a pedicure whenever you want. Um, (laughs) But what people don't realize is, you know, kind of like the, the real intensity of running a business and how much like you were saying um, kind of, organization and time management and, you know, financial understanding and like all of those things that it takes to really run a successful business. So, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, with being a woman, (laughs) that's a whole other thing. I think it's gotten a lot better, but when I first started, um, you know, I would go to a bar and I would be talking about like, oh, like some guy would ask me like, oh, like, what do you do? And I'd be like, oh, like I, I make planners and I sell them online kind of thing. And it's like, oh, like, but like, what else do you do? (laughs) (laughs) like no that's that's all I'm doing (laughs) so like not really being taken seriously um Mm -hmm. with you know what I was trying to do but you know obviously I haven't done that in a long time and I haven't really felt that in a long time so I do think the climate has changed a lot yeah yeah I would agree um yeah, and there's like so many movements too that like support female entrepreneurship and and programs and courses and all of these different things. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's definitely glamorized, and like I don't know, like I don't know why it's glamorized. Like I don't know what about it seems to be so appealing to people, or like, like I know it's glamorized like because of social media and like the way that people talk about it. But I just, it's so curious that like 
our generation is like, start your own business, do your own thing, screw corporate America. Like, I, yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Maybe because we just saw our parents, like most of our parents just working so much in corporate America and then retire at 65 with like, you know, health issues and not able to really be free or do what they want to do. Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, it, it, it just comes from the fact that people think they have more freedom and they don't have to work nine to five. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't work nine to five. You just work um, 12 to 12. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like all the time yeah, and exactly. weekends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, so what's next for you as a female entrepreneur? Um, well, continuing to run still. And um, we're coming up for our busy season. So we're doing a bunch of reorganization right now in the warehouse and going to bring on another person um, onto our staff for the holiday season because we're going to need a lot of support. And um, that's about it. We're just going to start planning for Black Friday and Mm -hmm. um, the kind of holiday season. Good. Yeah. Biggest time for e-commerce is BFCM. Yep. Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, where can people connect with you um, and how can they buy a planner? So you can find us at Still Classics with one L on Instagram. And then you can find us online um, at stillclassics.com. Again, one L. And um, yeah, that's that's about it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on and chatting with me. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, feel free to screenshot this episode and tag me if you'd like me to respond. I really hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. If you have a question about your health, my DMs are always open and I'm currently taking new clients. Thanks and see you next time.